Good morning and welcome to KLE and this is Sean and we are busy building a new generation of people that are kingdom-minded, kingdom mindsets, living and leading in a kingdom way. That's what it's about. That's what we're called to do. That's what we've been commissioned to do. Hey, this morning, you know what? I was uh, busy doing a podcast for the my uh, podcast called The Leadership Boost. And that's like more business tactics, business uh, principles and points. And I thought, you know what? It would be good to... Um, well, actually, what I was talking about, I got distracted here. <laughs> but, um, what I what I was doing is is talking about uh, knowing your leadership, knowing your leadership, and and just how this there's a lot of focus on generally on your mission, your vision, your values um, in in business leadership. I, you know, I, I don't think personally a lot of people actually have a look and take the time to discover. What is it that they are, their personal leadership? They don't look at their mission, their vision, their values, and and certainly the other elements, because those are the big picture things, but they don't look at the other areas and begin to see where, you know, begin to look at where they should be and where they are now and do the two line up and how they're going to get there. You know, strategy is all about the, the gap analysis, finding the gap in where you are and where you want to be, and then designing or, or, or developing a map, a roadmap for getting from where you are to where you want to be. So oftentimes in the, in the big picture elements, in the tactical and the operational elements of what you need to do today doesn't actually happen. People do not take the time to find out those things. The thing about about leadership is is that if you are not have experiencing transformation for yourself, how are you going to bring transformation to others? If you're not clear on who you are and where you are going and why you are doing what you are doing, then there's no reason for others to believe or to bring transformation to them, to your teams, to your to your organization, to to your influence area. So. You know, I was thinking about this scripture afterwards, and in Mark chapter 16, in verse 14, Jesus had, had now died, and he had risen from the dead, and now he begins to appear to people. But in verse 14, it says, later Jesus appeared to the 11 disciples themselves as they were reclining at the table. So they're just sitting around there, and he appears to them now, and he called them to account for their unbelief and hardness of heart because they had not believed those who had seen him after he had risen from death. And he said to them, verse 15, go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. So go and uh, go and influence your culture around you. Go and impact them with the message of the kingdom. And that's not just, you know, preaching there. We think preaching is standing in a pulpit and shouting and screaming. That's and spitting on the front row. That's not exactly what Jesus meant. Preaching means to herald. Herald, you you take it to people. You live it. You impact them with it. You influence them with it. And that's what we're called to do, to be ambassadors that influence culture and society and our community, our world, 
with the kingdom of God. That's what we're called to do, to to infuse it into the culture and not just invite people to our church and to our, our thing, but to actually take it to people and influence them with it. So, um, and that's the kingdom of God. So, but I want you to see two things here. One is Jesus first calls them to account for their mindset, for their heart attitude, for their mindset, their for the way they thinking, the way they behaving, for for their unbelief, and he, he challenges them in their personal capacity, and then he said he sends them to go to take initiative into all the world. You know, it's important that we understand is that we've got to know our leadership, we've got to know who we are. And, and that's not just for you, the CEO or the, the managing director or whatever position and function you hold as a leader, as a business leader or as a, a ministerial leader. That's for every single person. Now, you know, I've met pastors when I ask them what is their mandate, they have no clue. You know, is that, oh, well, I'm called to, you know, to win the city. Well, you know, the city might not be wanting to win. And and really, do you have the resources? Do you have the capacity to win the city? Um, do you have the capacity to influence the whole city? I mean, you can make a mark, but, but you know, people follow the why. So why? Why are you doing what you're doing? What is what is the, the vision that stretches you? but is, is within the context of what your mandate is. You know, mandate means this focus. When you have a vision, a mission, when you have a, a real deep sense of, of what are the core values, the kingdom values that you have, that you've adopted, that you are convicted with. I love what somebody said this uh, I was reading, and I don't know if I can find that now. I saw a quote this morning that was really, really powerful. And uh, let me see if I can find it for you quickly. And this one is a, by a lady called Hannah Arendt. Hannah Arendt. Um, I'd love to see what the history of Hannah Arendt is, but she's from some time back. And I'm thinking that maybe we should just do a search on her quickly and see what um, Google says about Hannah Arendt. This wasn't, uh, this wasn't um, uh, in my script. <laughs> Hannah, gosh, I can't spell Hannah. Arendt. Um, here we go. So, Johanna, Hannah. Cohn Arendt was an American philosopher and political theorist. Her many books and articles and topics ranging from totalitarianism to epistemology have had a lasting influence on political theory. Okay, so that's who she is. But um, she said something amazing in one of her quotes. She said, the ideal subject of a totalitarianism, a to totalitarian rule <laughs> tongue-tied, um, is not the convinced Nazi or the dedicated communist, but people for whom the distinction between fact and fiction, true and false, no longer exists. Listen to that. People for whom, so the, the ideal subject for totalitarian rule is, are people for whom the distinction between fact and fiction, true and false, no longer exists. 
I want to say also for those who have a conviction and those who don't, those who know who they are, what they stand for, and why they're doing things and how they're going to do it, and for those that don't. Because if, you do, if you're not the influencer, somebody is going to be influencing you. And that's just the bottom line of it. If, if you're not influencing, you are being influenced. And I think a lot of the church is being influenced rather than being influencers. And so we need to go back to the Word of God, back to the mindset. You know, Jesus told Peter, he said, you're not mindful of the things of God. You love the things of men rather than the things of God. And he uses specifically the word mindset, your opinion, you're of the opinion or your thinking direction, your inclination of how you think is rather directed at how man thinks than how God thinks. And he was challenging Peter because he was mentoring Peter as the leading spearhead to take the message of the kingdom into the book of Acts. And so we've got to get to the place is that what do you believe and, and know the spearhead of for you and what is it that you are convicted of? What is What do you stand for? What is your conviction so that you begin to influence? And this is part of the 3E strategy is, is engaging, equipping, and empowering. But if you don't have your, your engaging is you've got to know. You've got to know your story. You've got to know your mission. You've got to know your vision. You've got to know your values. You've got to know what you stand for because you don't want to be an ideal subject of the influence of the world, of the influence of culture. We live in new culture. It's called kingdom of God. It's called the glory of God. It's the influence of the kingdom is the glory of God. And we've got the Holy Spirit dwelling in us as temples of the Holy Ghost. You have the glory of God dwelling in you. No matter where you are in business, in ministry, doesn't matter where you are at home, you have the glory of God dwelling in you. And you bring the kingdom influence to where you are supposed to be. But if you are being influenced, if you do not know who you are, if you are not clear, and that's why Jesus was calling them to account for, for their unbelief, because he's going, hey, you should know each other. In a, a little earlier than that, just after when they were getting into the boat to cross over to the other side, of the, of, the, of the sea, he said to them, don't you get it? Don't you understand it? Are you still so hard-hearted? You know, he kept admonishing them because he wanted them to experience their transformation, that they understood, that they believed in what they know, and therefore begin to move forward with that. You cannot go until you have a no. and and uh, But when you have a no, you can go. And so the 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 urgency of the hour, let me tell you something, the urgency of the hour in this generation is to know so that you can go, so that you can take it to this generation and engage this generation. You've got to know so you can go. Don't go until you know, but let me tell you is don't stick around waiting for somebody to give you a no. You've got to get the no so that you can move to the go and you can begin to do the impacting into this generation. That's what I want to share with you today. Thank you for listening and have a great day. God bless you as you walk in the power of the greater that is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Go into all the world. Impact all.
culture, all creation, all people with the message, the good news, the gospel of the kingdom of God.